Welcome to Making the Right Financial Decisions. I'm David Lewis, and if you'd like more financial tips and politically incorrect life insurance advice, go to www.monogenics.com, M-O-N-E-G-E-N-I-X.com. All right, let's get into it. Years ago, my wife and I took our then, I think, uh, four-month-old uh, puppy to the dog park, local, local dog park, and um, it was an off-leash uh, dog park. And uh, we made a huge mistake in in doing that and in, in, in just letting him off uh, his uh, leash, and there was a bunch of other dogs in the dog park there. Um, and one of the older dogs, or, or might have been a pit bull or a Rottweiler or, or, or something, uh, but it was an older dog, spooked the uh, spooked our puppy. And um, if you know anything about dogs, uh, some dogs have something uh, really strong, what they call prey drive. So uh, when a, a, a smaller animal gets spooked and starts running, there's something, uh, some sort of instinct inside the dog that uh, that tells the dog to uh, to start running and chasing the other animal. And that's basically what happened to our dog. The Our dog got spooked and the other dog uh, kind of instincts took over and just started bolted and, and just took off and, and they chased uh, uh, our little puppy all across the, the park and to the field. And, uh, and as soon as the other dogs heard my dog yelping, it was like it was a huge, massive pack of dogs just descending on, you know, our our little dog. And of course I saw this and I took off running, bolted across the uh, dog park. It was a huge field. And kind of as I ran up to this, it was just a huge pack of dogs Uh, and, and, and not small dogs either. A lot of these were uh, Rottweilers and pit bulls and uh, not dogs that you would, and Huskies and not dogs that you would want to, to tangle with. And they were all, you know, barking and snapping and snarling and at, uh, at my little puppy who was justifiably scared. And so I reached into the middle of this, you know, pack of dogs who were, you know, biting and snarling and everything and and pulled my dog to safety. And in the process, I uh, got uh, bit by a a pit bull. And if you know anything about pit bulls, they bite and they don't just bite, they bite, they hold on and they shake. It's an instinctual thing that they do. Uh, so when I finally got this dog to release and I went to go find the owner of the dog and he basically denied any responsibility for it. And before I could get his information, he kind of slunk out away uh, and uh, we were never able to get his license plate or uh, ID him or anything. And my biggest concern was, you know, is this dog that just bit me as he current on all his shots. So, I ended up in the emergency room and talking to the ER doc and explained what had happened. And the doctor said, well, most dogs, most domesticated dogs don't have rabies. So you're probably safe. I said, what do you mean probably? And the doctor said, well, there's a 99% chance that there's nothing wrong. Right, and the dog doesn't have rabies, and he's totally fine. There's, you know, maybe a one percent chance, or maybe a little less than one percent chance that that he's not up on his shots. He got, you know, 
tangled up with a squirrel or something, got rabies. And, and if he did and he bit you, then you might get rabies. And I said, okay, well, I mean, I've heard of rabies. You don't want it. But I said, like, so what are, like, what are we talking about? Like, if I don't get rabies shots, you know, what happens if I don't get rabies shots? And he said, well, the problem is just because you got bit by an animal that has rabies doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get rabies. But if you do get rabies, we won't know that you have rabies until you start experiencing symptoms. And by the time you start experiencing symptoms, it's too late. You're going to die. 100% fatality. So I had this choice in front of me, which, you know, it wasn't really... It wasn't a difficult choice to make, but I did sit and think about it because I thought, you know, it is a domesticated dog. I talked to my wife about it, and she was really urgent. She's like, what are you, crazy? You should just get the shots. And I said, yeah. I said, that's probably a good idea. And after the fact, I, you know, caught thinking about that whole scenario. And it had, it really was sort of this, you know, unfortunate, but also very interesting exercise in, in risk management. The doctor had told me there was a 99% chance that nothing would happen, and only maybe a 1% chance that something bad would happen. But if the 1% chance hit, it was going to be catastrophic. And I got to thinking about this, about how many decisions, investing decisions, and not just investing decisions, but any financial decisions, most of the time, most things in life are not as bad as we imagine them to be. But there's a small percentage of time when things are bad, and they're often worse than what we would imagine them to be. And it's not just about the probability of something happening. It's also about the magnitude of the risk. Like, what could happen if this thing hits? If, if, if I hit the jack, if I win the lottery, hit the jackpot, so to speak, what is the, how bad could it get? And there's a difference between, you know, if it's a, you know, 80% chance of something, of nothing happening, there's only a 20% chance of something bad happening. But if something bad happens, maybe it's, you know, you know just not that serious and something you can recover from. But if it's a situation where, you know, like the dog bite scenario, and there's, it's only a 1% chance. And I think that's a lot of people that get in this mindset where, oh, well, it's, you know, 99% chance that nothing's going to happen. But it's the 1% that it, it's either going to be fine or you're going to be dead. And those kinds of scenarios are the scenarios that I think a lot of people face and a lot of people don't recognize it. Don't go into a financial decision thinking just because the probability of something is low that it's uh, a, a, that a probability of something you know bad happening is low. Don't go into that thinking that you should make your decision just based on that. Also consider um, what happens like, what's the magnitude if something bad happens? How bad could it get?